A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Monday and welcome to yeah another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily Podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And uh, in case you're wondering, yes, I still have the silly Alice band on my head because no, of course, the barbershop is not open. And of course, when it does open, I think I'm going to carry on growing it. So yes, I will carry on having the silly Alice band. And no, I won't be having a top knot on either. So I think we've cleared up all the... Get on with it. Okay, I will. Now, we start, of course, this show, this podcast, with the fallout from the FA Cup quarterfinals, which were live, legally, I have to say it like that, across the weekend on TalkSport. Maguire tries to get on the end of it. Comes to him. He turns and swivels and smashes it home. And in doing so, surely smashes Manchester United into the last four of the FA Cup. We're through. We're delighted with that. We're in the, in the hat. And... Uh... Yeah, I could have done without 120 minutes, but then again, some of these players needed minutes, so it's been a worthwhile exercise in that matter as well, in that respect. Ceballos takes over, goalkeepers come out, and Ceballos has won it through the legs of Henderson and into the net, and Danny Ceballos in the first minute of added time has surely steered Arsenal into the FA Cup semi-final with a dramatic goal right at the very end. Well, I'm delighted uh, for the win. We know how tough it is to come here and, and win a football match. We are back at Wembley. The history of this football club with this competition, it's... Um, it's been like this for years and I'm really glad that we are one step closer. And I really like today the way the team competed, the attitude, some of the moments we had uh, when we played really well. And as well, when we had to suffer and dig in, we did it. And the reaction after the equaliser, I think it was superb. Four from Emerson, he's giving it away to Wilfred and Didi, but that's the last touch of the game. And Leicester's long, long wait for a place in the final four of the FA Cup continues. For the third time in the last decade, they've gone to the quarter-final, only to be beaten by Chelsea. Leicester nil, Chelsea won. Yeah, I think the first half wasn't what we used to in terms of performance. This season, I think we've never really showed halves or games where we've lacked urgency and intensity in our play. And today we lacked it, seriously lacked it in the first half. Probably could have made more or different subs, but I made them for impact to try and inject a bit more urgency, a bit more personality. We needed to drag ourselves out of what was a, a lethargic performance. And um, and we did. We did do that, to be fair. And now Sterling, left-hand side of the area, has Mendy on the overlap, but Sterling comes in, Phil. Right foot shot from him. Outstanding finish from Raheem Sterling. And Manchester City are surely on their way to the semi-finals of the FA Cup. We had two targets before when we restart after lockdown. It was this game, the FA Cup in the Champions League. And, uh, and of course the Premier League games to mathematically secure the qualification. But uh, yeah, so happy for, uh, for the performance and for the come back to London to play against Arsenal in the semi-final. 
So we're left with just four teams and the draw is as follows. Manchester United take on Chelsea and Arsenal play Manchester City in the semi-finals at Wembley in three weeks time. Now there were just two Premier League games across the weekend. There were good wins for Wolves and Southampton. And this Midlands derby has decisively gone the way of Wolverhampton Wanderers. Three wins and three clean sheets for them since the Premier League resumed. They are closing in on the top four. But for Aston Villa, it is yet another game which has slipped away here at Villa Park. The whole game we've performed well. We were very organised. Um, and uh, it was very tough to play against Villa the way they approached the game tonight. This, sorry, this, this morning with, uh, with two strikers and um, a lot of people in the, in the midfield, quality players, talented players. So the team had to, to really work hard to, to keep the balance, keep the organisation. So that can provide our talent so, so when you go forward. We're all trying to freshen it up as, as, as well as we can. You know, and it, it is tough. We lost Matt Target early to a fatigue injury. And, uh, you know, wouldn't surprise me if we lost a few more. But um, the lads showed a lot of, you know, heart, um, you know, but I thought the game was lacking in quality from both teams. Finished here and Watford in real trouble at the bottom of the table. Watford won Southampton 3. But Danny, as you've been saying, the big story regarding the players left out of the squad today because of that lockdown party. We have uh, six games to go uh, and have 40 points. It's more than a month on more than last season. So at that moment, it's fantastic. But uh, we don't want to lean back now. We, have, we can enjoy these games. So I think we, we, we feel that we are getting better. We feel that we um, develop our game in any part of the of our game and this is this is exactly what we wanted to do and uh, I'm very happy after this pre-season that we have now two wins. Very disappointing. Not not the type of performance that we need at the moment. Not a situation that uh, pleases any of us to, to, to be second best in a game for long periods of it and to yeah to make errors which have cost us dearly today. And of course, we took your calls on that draw and all the weekend's football on my show, The Andy Goldstein Full-Time Phone-In, with me. Yeah, you've worked it out. First of all, if any of these members of this Watford squad are listening, you know, I really want to make it clear, you guys can hang your head in shame. As fans, we knew what we were getting today because of what we saw against Burnley and the simple fact that three members of our squad decide to breach social distancing for Andre Gray's birthday party, a member of our squad. What does that tell you about the commitment of these players in a relegation battle? What does that tell you? And what's shown further is it just because it's three players wouldn't surprise me if there were more than that based on today's performance because their, their performance today was abysmal. It was abject. It lacked any imagination. Defensively, in the midfield, we, were, we weren't winning the balls, second balls, first balls. We weren't our normal selves. Or I guess it's just a new normal since the restart. And we're just appalling. I've never seen a Watford team who lacked the passion, lacked the commitment, and lacked the desire, which the performance today did. It was disgusting. Do you think that Lacazette would be a good fit at United and maybe United should go for him? I think 100%. I think he'd score 20 goals in the Premier League a season at Man United. And Man United mm. have got a record of um, stealing Arsenal's best players, haven't they? United are probably one of the very few teams in the Premier League. Well, I shouldn't say one of the very few teams, but certainly one of the few teams that could afford to buy him and also pay him the sort of wages he'd probably want to expect mm. as a quality striker. Sterling, listen, thanks for coming on. Before I let you go, you're a United fan, is that right? 
Yes, sir, I am, yes. So, presumably, you can't go to Old Trafford with a United shirt on and Sterling, your name on the back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, a, I'm about twice the size of the lad and about twice as slow. No, I'm not I'm not suggesting people will think it's him, but I mean, it's, it's, it's his name. You can't... You, I mean, it's how do you cope with that? I've, I've had it longer than he has. That's for that's starters, I know that. Yeah. Now, obviously, it was a big week for Liverpool. They became Premier League champions. Yeah, yeah, well done to them. Anyway... Jurgen Klopp and Andy Robertson were speaking to TalkSport following that incredible title win. Have you had any doubts at all over this four and a half year period? Not doubts, but I didn't know that it, that it will happen because the other teams are just too good. So you can improve. You have to improve every year. We have to 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 change things, to, to involve new things. That's how it is. The year is really long. The season is really long. So you need to be lucky in some moments, especially with injuries and all that stuff. So you never can be sure. I was never sure that it will happen, but I doubted it not on the other side. I, I, uh, on the other hand, I really knew uh, we will become a really good football team, but others are pretty good as well. And when you, and that's what I really have to say that um, the consistency we showed makes all the difference, makes all the difference. And um, it's incredible. We were good four years ago. We were really good three years ago. We were unbelievable good last year. The consistency we showed there was already incredible. And then smashing this record pretty much at least at this until this point of the season, because so far we don't have the numbers, um, obviously the number of points from last season. Is absolutely exceptional and second to none I know, to be honest. That's really unbelievable, difficult to get there. And it's all about the boys' commitment, uh, desire and understanding of the club's heart and soul. And um, that made it happen. And I'm thankfully part of this. That's good. There's fabulous history to this wonderful football club. And now, Andy, you have written a significant chapter in the history of the club itself. Yeah, and look, that was the, you know, that was what was driving us along as well. Look, the Champions League, we added, you know, we added to the number. It was still an incredible achievement, but, you know, we were the sixth squad to do it. And, um, you know, all these players have done it and they've lifted it and stuff, but, you know, nobody's lifted the Premier League and we wanted to be the first team to do that. And we wanted to, you know, write our own history. That's what the gaffer said the minute he came in this door. And, you know, I think we're starting to do that pretty well. You know, Stevie and, and Cara and stuff didn't manage it. And there's so many good players that have played for Liverpool that, you know, haven't quite managed it. And, you know, it touches on, like I said, the, a generation's missed out in Liverpool winning the league. And, um, you know, that's, that's about time we put that right. And luckily we've done that. And, <laughs> and now, it's about, now it's about adding to that. It's about, you know, making it the second title, the third title. And, and hopefully we can do that in a space of time. But, you know, we won't be thinking about that until until next season anyway I presume you have a great laugh with Klopp as well <laughs> look I've, I've said it in you know plenty of interviews I think over the last you know couple of months he's like the father figure he is the dad to all of us when we're away at, um, you know and you can have he can have a laugh with us but you know he knows when to get the lads going he knows when to you know motivate us and, and how to motivate us and, and that's why you know I get you know I know we didn't we didn't win it by playing a game but the performance against Crystal Palace was unbelievable behind closed doors and um, you know, we were superb and if that's the last game to we become champions then um, you know, it was definitely well deserved to perform. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact 
you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. And the actor, Stephen Graham, also enjoying Liverpool's title win on Johnny Owen and Friends. It was so surreal, that moment. Do you know what I mean? Because um, I'd, I'd watched the game. I was I was pumping down the stairs, watching, like coming down and checking it. And, and I saw the, the, that lovely goal. And I was just like, ooh. And then Grace was out in the park with her mates. Just not, not loads of them. She was social distancing. And our Alfie, obviously being a 13-year-old lad, was paying more attention to the PlayStation. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like running up, going, oh, we're like, one nil, da-da-da. And then I was doing something, and then I come down, and then it was one all, and I was like, ah, oh, okay. So when they got the penalty, I ran up and grabbed them, and, and we watched the penalty go in, and Grace came back home, and I was like, right, come on, we might win the league, we might win the league. And we, it was just really strange, do you know what I mean? It was so surreal to win it that way. Uh, but it was glorious. It was absolutely glorious. Uh, I mean, we've had we've, Grace has been the, the subject of many conversations we've had because obviously she had, she had that dalliance with Leicester a few years back. St- just so you know, folks, Stephen lives near Leicester, and he thought he lost. He it. thought he lost. He her, thought she, he lost. He his found daughter. her again. But she's she's and there's like uh, heaven sings with joy when it, when somebody <laughs> when a convert enters, and she's back. She's a Liverpool fan now, isn't she? She's back and she's better <laughs> than ever. And Hannah now looks at me uh, with evil daggers. Who won it first? Who won it first? All right, you did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. What are we in the middle of? Hang on, hang on. This is our moment. This is our moment. Come on, milk it for a bit longer. Am I not allowed? And you're looking at Champions League again this year. But who won the Premier League this year? All right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it was. It was lovely. She she got nicked for a bit there by Daz and uh, and the whole Leicester squad, and that was great. You know what I mean? And that was lovely. Um, but so she's experienced it twice, really, in a way. Leeds start the week as championship leaders after their 3-0 win over Fulham on Saturday and big Tony Cascarino says they surely have to go up now. I'm guessing it sounds like this. No, they surely have to go up now. He sounds nothing like that. Leeds United are back to winning ways after that disappointment at Cardiff last week. They're back on top of the second tier. Full-time here at Ellen Road. Leeds United 3 Fulham nil. They've given themselves an eight-point gap on, on Brentford. Although Brentford have got a better goal difference, Leeds are in just absolute prime position. And um, 
It's always, the Bielsa ride is always an amazing one. I know how much he was thought of at Marseille and he's been around at other clubs. Um, it can be really <laughs> you hit and miss and a roller coaster ride for a, for a football club with Bielsa. Uh, but I think generally Leeds fans will love it, even though there was none in the stadium uh, yesterday. Uh, obviously, they're, they're, Georgie, I, I said before that I, I backed them last year to go up and they didn't make it and I didn't do it this year. And I normally, when I go the year before, doesn't happen the year after they always seem to do it um, but they're, they're, they're a decent side they're, they will have to do a lot of business if they get promoted Georgie uh, in the Premier League I feel Leeds because they are they won't be able to dictate possession like they do in the Championship although when they played Arsenal in the Cup they dominated for Arsenal lost the game but they did dominate that possession play um, yeah. so I think they're going to have to add a bit more quality which you know you'd expect uh, of a club like Leeds United to be able to do now Exeter take on Northampton Cobblers that's true they really do in the League 2 playoff final at Wembley tonight it's live on TalkSport 2 at half past 7 and the Grimsby boss Ian Holloway joined Adam Catchell and Mickey Gray on the Sports Bar Northern Quarter he says the clubs in the lower leagues are still in big trouble without fans there's no way on earth the second division um, can play without a crowd so Um, the only thing that's keeping the second division alive at the moment is the furlong, furlough, sorry. Um, and if that comes off, a lot of the, the clubs will go bust. What we've done is quite quite staggering. We've had a, a proactive meeting with the lads on, on, on the phone. We've asked them to take a cut. Uh, we've all been asked to take a, a substantial wage cut. Imagining that we're not going to play until this time next season. Our owners um, want to keep the thing going, don't want to lose one member of staff who they're contracted to, um, but don't want to add contracts that, until we know when we're playing again. So, you know, I, I, I can't argue with it. 75, 60%, 75%, whatever it is we're all taking is better than 100% or nothing if we went bust. So, yeah, you know, but the rest of football is kicking the can down the road. You know, it, it, mm. it's arguing. It's not. No one's leading it. It needs governance. It's it, it's all a bit of a mess. You know, the EFL, uh, the football league, they've all got money's in the coffers for rainy days. If it ain't raining now, when is it going to be raining? Do you know what I mean? It doesn't make sense. Now, time for a bit of boxing chat. And matchroom promoter Eddie Hearn was talking to James Savindra following the unveiling of Fight Camp, or as I'm sure it's probably going to be called. Fight camp. <laughs> as he brings back boxing behind closed doors at the Matchroom headquarters. I'm relieved, you know. Um, obviously, we had so much lined up, so much prepared, particularly with the three heavyweight fights, Adillian White against Povetkin, Usyk Chizora and Joshua Pulev, and that all came crashing down. And I kind of felt like the momentum that we've built and we've worked so hard to build for the last 10 years for the sport of boxing has really been in the balance. So we wanted to do something different. I didn't want to just come back in a studio or in an empty hall somewhere. We wanted to deliver something that could excite the fans. We feel like Fight Camp's done it. You know, we're outdoors, we're at the headquarters, we're in the garden. You've got London in the background. You've got the stairs walking down to the ring. You've got fireworks in the fields going off. We need to give you that big event feel that has made boxing what it is. But most importantly, we've got to give you competitive fights. And for four weeks... Five fights a night over that period. Everyone is going to be competitive and I believe everyone thrilling. How different is a fight night going to be? Because we know there's restrictions on what fighters can fight. You can't have fighters coming in from abroad just yet. 
And also there's a restriction on the number of fights you can have and the number of people that are at the venue. Of course. And I think, you know, this is a, a moving beast. You know, I think where we are now may be different in six or seven weeks, but the regulations that we're working off with the British Boxing Board of Control are as if we were running the event tomorrow. So, of course, testing facilities in the hotel, total isolation for the fighters, international fighters only coming over for the Dillian White fight, final week of, of this event. Of course, at the facility and, and the venue itself, only staff, you know, TV, fighters, medical staff and British Boxing Board of Control. You know, non-stop regulations and, you know, distancing, PPE. It's been a nightmare and it's been something that we've never had to overcome before and hopefully we'll never have to overcome again. We live for the challenge and we live for the fight back. And this is a fight back for our sport and this is the way we're doing it. Every sport will be trying to come back. Every sport will be trying to get your eyeballs and your attention. Some will succeed, some will fail and some will disappear into, into obscurity. I won't let that happen to boxing and we're investing in this project to make sure that boxing is one of the main sports in this country and around the world. And I really feel like this project's going to deliver that. And Anthony Corolla was discussed in the heavyweight contender. Jerrell Miller's latest failed drug test with Adam Catchell and Jason Cundy. He didn't fail it with Adam Catchell and Jason Cundy. He failed it on it. Well, you'll work it out in a minute. It's laughable. I mean, it's not laughable because sort of performance enhancing drugs in a sport like boxing are dangerous. I'm one who says that all the time. I believe they should carry some kind of prison sentence. You know, God forbid yeah. the opponent on the receiving end takes ill or... Again, hopefully not. You know, never the same again in life. Or doesn't even make. Absolutely, it I think there should be a prison sentence for it. And for him, so because you you said then he was a walking pharmacy. It wasn't just listen. One thing's bad enough, but the amount of gear in him. Yeah. And then to do it again, and do you know what else as well. And there's all the things about playing the bad guy and stuff like that. But it was. I don't want to say he was rewarded for it, but he signed for. One yeah. of them, not the biggest promotional company in the world. One of them. Yeah. Got a you know lucrative contract, and he, he was playing that bad guy thing, and now you failed again. I think. And bear in mind, you failed before that as well. You've got banning for life. You've exactly, got man. Yeah. For life. Well, that's it for another podcast. I think good work, everyone. Thanks for listening. Reminder: you can download previous and future editions of the podcast simply by subscribing and going to either Acast, Spotify and Apple Pods. A reminder, there is live football on TalkSport 2 tonight at half past seven as Exeter take on Northampton for a place in League One. How exciting is that? Well, that's it. A reminder that I'll be back tonight. That's Monday night for the first Sports Bar of the Week from 10pm alongside old Moonface himself, the fun boy Jason Cundy. In the meantime, thanks for listening. Keep your distance. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.